Hello, welcome to Thoughts Thursday. This is my very first Thoughts Thursday during the month of June for my Donna Daily Facebook Live video challenge. And I have a lot of notes there in the description and you don't have to follow along with those if you don't care to. I am an outline queen, so I always have a lot of outlines. And if that helps you follow along, that's great. And if it gets in your way or it bugs you or you don't even think you need some stupid outline, then you don't have to worry about it. You don't even need to look at it. So um, thank you for joining me either live here in just a little bit. I'm not going through Zoom, so that means that I might be able to see you. So if you have a question or a comment, I should be able to see it today. I'm not going to be screen sharing and using Zoom today. Um, I have to get over the first three days of using Zoom and recover from that before I do it again. So um, if you are there, you can tell me that you can see me and you can hear me and that there's not a black bar right across, like right above my head. If you could tell me those three things, see me, hear me, no black bar, <laughs> that would be great if you wanna say that in the comments. Um, if not, I'm gonna keep right on going because I know that this is a bad time of day for people. And so hopefully, um, you know, those of you who are not able to join me now will be able to hop on the replay later on this evening. But today we are celebrating our three graduates. And so we have a uh, dinner with our graduates tonight and um, putt-putt golf and see you here, you know Black Bar, thank you. Thank you so much. And so because of that, we're gonna be out celebrating them. And so I will not be able to be on live here. So I'm gonna do this right here and right now. Super excited about teaching on these thoughts Thursday. Um, so many things that uh, we raised our children with, so many things that I have learned through entrepreneurship and through writing all of my books and so many things that I have learned through weight loss, and now through my weight loss coaching school, it's just like this perfect storm of information that's coming together. It's like, huh, that's why that worked. Or, hmm, that's why that didn't work, <laughs> right? Because we learn and we live and we make mistakes and we do it again and again and again. And we just keep on uh, trying to do the best we can. So tonight's uh, uh, beginning or the opening for my thoughts Thursday, I thought would be appropriate to start with the story about my husband. Those of you who know Ray Baby know that I call him the male version of Pollyanna. And um, all throughout our time together, which has been many, many years. Uh, uh, he asked me to marry when I was 14. Don't try this at home, kids. Um, but uh, we've been together for a really long time, and all through that time, been married 38 years this month, and all throughout that time, it has annoyed me, not all the time, but oftentimes had, has annoyed me that he had this Pollyanna approach. And um, of course, you know that Pollyanna, if you saw the original movie uh, with Haley, who I can't remember her name. Anyway, really darling, really great movie, great old classic uh, Disney movie. And um, she is known for a positive outlook, which uh, Ray Baby definitely has. Uh, but even more than just positivity, because we hear so much about positivity, right? But how do we take that positivity and make it actually something that we can grab a hold of and use in our lives to better our lives? And so Pollyanna had this unique change in her thinking all of the time that affected her results or her outcome. And that's important to note because we make jokes about Pollyanna 
And, um, you know, on the other end, we make jokes about Eeyore, right? And we have these two extremes. And we have a tendency to think that Eeyore is a downer and Pollyanna is just positive all the time. Pollyanna was positive all the time and is positive all the time. But, I'm going to turn my ringer off there. But she was very, um, she had a very specific protocol actually if you look back at the movie and you look back at some of the movie quotes um, one of her quotes said when you look for the bad expecting it you will get it when you know you will find the good you will get that so um it Pollyanna had more than just positive thinking and I think that uh that is one of the things that has really hit me about applying Bible verses to positive thinking. You know, we think on these things. You know, we um, whatsoever man thinketh, that he becomes. You know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. If you're a Christian, you've heard these verses all of your life, and you may have done what I tried to do, and that is think better, think better, think better. Or you hear positive thinking mantras all over social media, right? And then you were like, I need to think better. I need to think better. I need to be more positive. I need to be more positive. And um, I think that if we look at Pollyanna more closely, we'll see that it wasn't just, uh, you know, grit my teeth, you know, and, and hold my breath and hope that I could be more positive. It was um, really a matter of um, looking for the good and then getting it looking for the good, like going out of your way to find the good. And this is really where Ray Baby has really, um, uh, really does shine. Uh, first of all, um, empathy is a huge part of thinking about things the way somebody else would think about them. It, it, it's like empathy is like the foundation of that. And this is one of the things that we really worked on a lot with our kids. We used to say to our kids long before Dr. Phil, long before Dr. Laura, long before Oprah said all these things, we would say to our kids, how do you think that makes him feel? And when we did that, we weren't trying to put the other child's responsibility uh, emotional responsibility onto the first child. We wanted the first child just to think about his part. And that is what, that is a huge part of what Pollyanna and Ray Baby both do. They think instead, instead of always thinking about the other person's negative part, they think about their part. Uh, and so Ray would always apply this approach whenever anything semi-bad or negative happened. So rather than just saying something like, you know, well, that person's being a jerk, or, you know, we would, we didn't name call it. We wouldn't let the kids use bad words like jerk, but, you know, rather than just saying, well, um, you know, that person should just do this, this, and this, and that person shouldn't do that, that, and that. Instead, we would try to teach the kids to look at it from the other person's point of view. And um, this is really what Pollyanna did with everything, right? When she encountered something negative, she, instead of looking for the bad, she would find the plan to find the good and, and of course, find it. And uh, there are some limitations to this Pollyanna approach. And I want to bring these up before I talk specifically about how to constrain your thinking to get better results. Uh, first of all, the 
first limitation in the Pollyanna approach is that it doesn't assume that there's 50% bad and 50% good in life, right? And this is just something to really, that we have to wrap our heads around because otherwise we'll be like I was for much of my life, and I'm going to be teaching on this on another Thought Thursday, but we will be instead, you know, how much bad has there been? Is it time for good again? Oh no, I can't handle any more bad. I just want good. You know, when is, when is the next good thing going to happen? So uh, looking at it strictly from a Pollyanna point of view does not give us the 50-50 that we know life is made up of. So that's a little bit of a limitation. And then of course, there are obviously many situations where we wouldn't want to apply this, right? Where we just need to have the acceptance of the bad and all the feelings and all the emotions and all of the negativity that comes with that, right? I mean, I've lost so many loved ones and I'm not going to pretend that that's all just good and cheery, right? So there are limitations to a Pollyanna approach. I'm not saying that there are not. Um, but on the other hand, we can also apply it more than we think we can. Uh, as she says, there is something about everything that you can be glad about, even if you cut, keep hunting long enough to find it. So we can, on the parts of our lives where we, it doesn't have to be a bad, it's not a death, it's not a, a terrible, horrible thing, it's not a huge loss, it's not a, um, a, a devastation, it's not a sickness, it's not something that's truly, truly bad, but we make it bad. And in those things, that's where our thoughts will come into play and make a huge difference. So um, I am going to be teaching on Thoughts Thursday from this model, and I'm not sharing my screen for this. Uh, this is for my weight loss coach, and it is a process of circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Today, we're just going to be talking about thoughts and actions um, because it's, it's a lot to take in all at one time. So today I'm just going to be describing thoughts and actions, which are very, very common and which we all realize how those things come into play. So when we think about thoughts, thoughts are just sentences in our brain, right? We think something, it's just a sentence or maybe a phrase or a clause if you're a grammar teacher <laughs> like I am. But it is a group of words in your brain. And um, then if you want to take that further, a belief is something that we is that sentence that we think over and over and over and over again. We're gonna talk about that in the future too. So it's not just the power of positive thinking, right? Gritting our teeth, clenching our fists, and thinking as many positive thoughts as we can. It's not name it and claim it, where if I think it, it will happen. It's not some kind of woo-woo, right? The bottom line is we start doing what we think about. Thanks, Nadie. We start doing what we think about. How true is that, right? And maybe you're thinking, well, of course we do whatever we think about. You know, what, why are you talking about this? We, we all do that. Everybody knows that we do what we think about. I think about something, then I go do it. But if we truly believed that we do what we think about, then when we're having a result, an action that we don't like, we would change our thoughts. How compelling is that? It's not enough just to think on these things, to, to, to uh, clench our fists and hold our breath until we have positive thinking, okay? We have to be specific and purposeful in our thoughts. So I have a few examples here um, in different areas. Again, these are just the things that 
we have control over, right? We don't have control over death and destruction. We don't have control over, over severe losses. But there are a lot of things that we do have control over, and we're letting those things control us instead of the other way around because we just keep thinking bad things about it. And we won't let the other person just go right? If the other person is causing us problems. So here's an example. So an old thought might be my boss is too demanding. So when we think over and over and over again, my boss is too demanding, then the result will be that we talk about him and we don't work our best, right? It's, we all know this happens. We think it over and over and over again. We rehearse it. We mull it over. We tell other people <laughs> how terrible this person is. And consequently, we don't enjoy our jobs. We don't put forth our best effort. We, uh, though, because we've thought that so much about that person, it affects how we act. Another one is like a co-working or a project or an acquaintance. I thought this was really appropriate for right now when we're going into summer and there's so many kids' activities and things, and it's so easy to take offense when things people do not do something the way we want them to do. So an old thought might be she thinks she owns the swim team. And then our result will be animosity, gossip, not wanting to make the team better, not to mention the negative example that we're setting, setting for our kids all the time because of that gossip, that animosity. And we're not improving our kids' team. We're not making things better for our children. We're making them worse. A new thought might be that same person doing those same things. But our new thought might be she's an efficient leader. She's an efficient leader. And then our result is doing our part to make the team a success for my children. In marriage, an old thought might be, this is one of mine, he always nags me about crumbs on the counter and I'm tired of it. The result is, I don't even bother trying to keep the kitchen cleaner. He's getting on my nerves, <laughs> right? Seriously, am I really so petty? to think negative thoughts about my husband because he's complaining or asking me to be sure there aren't crumbs on the counter? Seriously. Anyway, yeah. So the new thought is, I am so grateful that he cares about the details of the house. And then our result will be that we'll work together to make the house better. And this is really where Ray Baby and Pollyanna shine. And this is really where I've had to come to acceptance of a lot of things that Ray has done that he has thought positively when I wanted him to jump on my bandwagon instead. Do you know what I mean? We want people on our bandwagon. We want them to think the same thoughts we have so we can commiserate and be negative together, right? <laughs> and I have watched him, and our kids have watched him, and they know he does this too, time after time after time after time. Think better thoughts about somebody who has offended him. Think better thoughts about somebody who has hurt him. Think better thoughts about somebody who, has, who is doing something wrong. And consequently, he has better actions towards that person. 
So when and how to use this. We want to use this on the 50% of the bad that we can actually affect. So the first thing is we're not having this positive thinking that says bad things don't happen. Okay, that won't serve us. That will get us nowhere. So we're not going to think bad things don't happen. We're going to say 50% is good. 50% is bad. I know that's life. This is how life is. If you're a Christian, it's obvious in scripture that that's how it is. If you're not a Christian, you can see it by experience, right? Experientially, we know that 50% is good and 50% is bad. Okay. So, um, <laughs> admitting and accepting that my thoughts do affect my actions and that I want different actions. So if we want different actions, we will be very specific and very um, uh, uh, deliberate in our thoughts. So we can go backwards or forwards with this. We can look at an action and then go back and get a better thought to change it. So we won't behave in that way anymore. Or we can have a thought and then have a better action. So an example, my action is that I don't exercise when I say I'm going to. And the reason I might do this is because I might say that little things don't matter that much and it takes too much exercise to make a difference. So if I want the exercise action to change, I have to think something different. I cannot keep thinking, it won't matter. You know, little bits do not add up. It's gonna take too long because when I think those things, I'm never gonna change this. Is this true or is this not true? So if I want the action of exercising more frequently, you know, carrying out my plan, doing what I know to do, then I have to change a thought instead. So then I, instead of saying it doesn't matter, it's too small, there aren't enough things, then I have to say every tiny change every day adds up to an amazing result. I have to think that in order to act on it. And this is the exact protocol that I've followed to become a fitness person. Right? I said forever, I'm not a fitness person. I don't like machines. I don't like exercising. I don't have enough time. I'm bored with exercising. Exercising bores me. Um, I don't want to wash my hair every day. I mean, everything. And all of those thoughts made me not be a fitness person, right? All of those thoughts made me not act on it. We have a tendency to think that if we have these, you know, that if we beat ourselves to death with these negative thoughts, we'll act on it, but it doesn't work that way. So all of these thoughts led me to not do it. So if I want to do it, I have to go back over here and change my thought. So once I thought, and this is exactly how it happened, starting back in November, once I thought, every tiny habit adds up. Once I thought that and I believed it, I did it every day. And I can remember doing the push-up challenge. One push-up the first day, two push-ups, three push-ups, right? Because I believed that it would make a difference. I didn't go around saying it wouldn't matter. Here's another example. And this one isn't me um, because actually even before I understood this in its entirety, I knew that I didn't want regrets with our parents, that I didn't want you know, my dad passed two years ago. I did not want 
to not be there for him when he was so sick. So this doesn't, it's not my parents, not my mom or anything, but many of us do this. We say, well, I don't want to call my parent because uh, they're going to complain and I don't want to hear it. And so because you think that all the time, you don't call them because you are thinking all the time, I don't want to call them because I don't want to hear them complain. Whereas if we go backwards and we say, um, I want to hear my parents' heart and I want to be there for them, then we will run to call them. Think, it'll become a belief, right? We will think it over and over again. I want to be there for my parents. So you can see it's not just I'm gonna change, I'm gonna be a positive thinker. It is, I'm gonna think this and then I'm gonna do something different because of that thought. So not think of thoughts, think of thoughts, think of thoughts, but much more specificity. Specificity, it is five syllables. It has some compelling spelling rules with it, specifically that the C is says uh, because it's followed by an I. I love that word. I, know, I don't just love it because of the spelling, I love it also because of what it means. It means get specific. Whatever we want, whether it's homeschooling, whether it's business, whether it's parenting, whether it is weight management, whether it is relationship building, specificity. That means that we are going to get specific. Now, these new thoughts, they are not an easy switch, right? Because we are programmed to automatically think, you know, the worst, right? And Pollyanna said herself, it'll be just lovely for you to play. It'll be so hard. And there's so much more fun when it is hard. It will be hard. It is hard. It's hard every time I do it. It's hard. Every day that I decide I'm going to think something different about somebody or something that might appear negative to me, Every time I do it, it's hard, but it's so much more fun when it is hard, Pollyanna says. I saw somebody recently um, that I was very offended by many years ago, and throughout that offense, I just layered on the negative thoughts, just layered on the negative thoughts. And um, commiserated with other people who also thought the same way I did. Got mad at Ray because he didn't have as many negative thoughts as I did. And he wanted to give the person the benefit of the doubt. And he wanted to think differently about the person. I look back now and I think, how much time did I spend? How much time did I waste arguing with Ray? about how he should take up an offense with me more. How much of a bad example was I to my children because of this offense, because of bringing it up all the time and looking for evidence that I was right? How much did I hurt that other person? How much did I not try to look at that person and say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what that person said. It doesn't matter what that person did. It doesn't matter. That person could be having a hard time. That person could be struggling. Should that person not have done what that person did? It's not for me to say. 
I don't control another person. But even if that person should have done something different, I have my own thoughts to take care of and my own actions to take care of. And I could have turned that entire situation around by thinking instead with empathetic thoughts like Ray did, instead of and thinking with um, thoughts that said, this is none of my business. I need to do the right thing, think the right thing no matter what, and act accordingly. If you care about making change, if we care about making change, we will want to do this in every area. We won't want to leave it to chance. We won't want to say, you know what, regardless of what my grown kids do, my parents do, my spouse does, my students do, my students' parents do, my customers do, none of that matters because I am going to choose a different thought which will in turn make me react to them differently. We have 13 grown kids and kids in love. We have a lot of opportunities to think worse thoughts, to twist something in a different way, to take something and just go, oh, why did they do that? Why did they say that? Why are they not doing this, this, and this? So many opportunities. You try to have 13 kids and kids in love. So many opportunities. But every time we take hold of those thoughts and we say, that person doesn't have to do everything the way I want them to. That person doesn't have to meet my expectations all the time. That person doesn't even have to do the right thing for me to tweak my thoughts and act accordingly. You know what? The results are really worth it. No longer holding other people prisoners to our demands. Way more peace in relationships as we just let others be what they are. Way less disappointment in life since we're controlling what we can control and we're letting the other go. And it makes the 50% of life more bearable, right? Because we are working through the things that, can be work, that we can work through and we're just letting the rest happen. You will develop profound empathy and if you're a Christian, you'll be more specifically applying all of the think on these things verses, which will result in growing in your faith and your love for others. Isn't that amazing that we can change our actions if we change how we think about the person or we change how we think about the situation? We'll act differently and we'll be way better for it. And our relationships will be way, way better too. Thank you for joining me for this Thoughts Thursday. I went a little over my time. Um, but join me on Thursdays. Hopefully, I, I may change the time to 8, but I will let you know if I do. But join me on Thursdays for Thoughts Thursdays as we just unlock a lot of thinking, a lot of thoughts, and a lot of actions as a result of our thoughts. And uh, when in doubt, you know, think about Pollyanna. And I agree with her. I think it would be lovely for all of us to play. And I think it's going to be so hard. But I think it's going to be way more fun when it's hard. Thanks a lot.